Hello, Stitchers. Welcome to Stitch Please, the official podcast of Black Women Stitch, the sewing group where Black Lives Matter. I'm your host, Lisa Woolfork. I'm a fourth-generation sewing enthusiast with more than 20 years of sewing experience. I am looking forward to today's conversation, so sit back, relax, and get ready to get your stitch together. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Stitch Please podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Woolfork, and as I say every week, this is a very special episode because all our episodes are special. But this week, we are talking with two wonderful quilters who are not only amazing creatives in their own rights, they have come together to put on a spectacular quilt along for a really wonderful piece of fabric or series of fabrics. And I am speaking, of course, of Mary Davis with Merry Go Round Quilts and Cherie Spain of So Hooked on Treasures. Welcome you both to the program. Thank you so much and welcome. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Glad to be here. So those of you all who are Patreon subscribers, and if you are not a Patreon subscriber, why are you not? I mean, for as little as $2 a month, you can support amazing programming like this. And honestly, that's like couch cushion money. And I know good and damn well I'm worth more than couch cushion money, okay? But anyway... (laughs) You get to see these amazing panels. And I am actually wearing a dress that I made from one of the panels that's going to be part of the challenge. So you get to see me in my, this lovely, lovely, okay, fine. I'll stand up. (laughs) This lovely, lovely, amazingly rich and textured fabric. So thank you so much, y'all, for being here today. I'm so grateful. Thank you and welcome. Thank you. You so excited. Whose idea was this to get started? Who's who did it? Who's 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 responsible? Who's to blame? I mean, who's to give credit to? <laughs> I think a um, combination deal, actually. Yeah. A combination deal. Charisse was talking about how many green big panels she had that she's never quilted and how someday she's gonna get to. And I thought maybe I could get a dream big panel and we can kind of cheer each other on as we do the panel and then thought, oh gosh, would it be like a really great if we could do like a quilt along, which I've never done before. And so Sharice and I talked about it and she was all in and birth of a quilt along. It's kind of like this proverbial kick in the tush, really, as long as I have been sitting on them. And it was during IG Quilt Fest. What is that, March? And mm. goodness, that seems like forever ago now, but, and that that's when our conversation first started about it. So I've, I've been sitting on them. They've been collecting dust in my whip bags. I'm not going to say Wow. <laughs> so let me ask, when you say a lot, I'm curious as to what that number is. Can we answer this first? How many total panels are there in the Dream Big series? How many would you guess there are entirety? Gosh. I couldn't even bend it. Maybe 30-ish? Yeah. There's so many different colors of the flower panels, and plus there's like this poinsettia kind of looking panel. So there's like bunches of them. Yes. It's amazing. Okay. That's helpful because just in context, I'd like to know how much a lot is. So there are about 
30 panels. And Sharice is telling us, friends, that she had a lot. Oh, let me do it again for the camera. A lot. I had three. I have Oh, girl. Three. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I won't buy this one. I'll just I'll just wait until I'm ready. And then of course a friend of mine says, You don't know if they're gonna have it whenever you do get ready. So you might as well go ahead and get it. Of course, quilty friends supporting your habit, that's right? The, that's what we do. That's what we do. Some people call it enabling. Yes. Other people call it love. I mean both. There's both a need. And so you did not want to miss out. You did not want to have non-buyer's remorse. So you got a few and then nothing really happened with them. How about you, Mary? Did you, so you said you bought a few panels because Sharice was going to start sewing them. Oh, I bought, after we decided to do the quilt along, I bought two panels. I bought this orange one and a blue one. But before that, I'd never had them. I'd seen them and I didn't, I had no idea what to do with them. I just thought they were pretty. I'm like, what do you you I make a dress. You, you need to make a dress, obviously. I think we, okay, now we're going to end the episode. There's no more quilt along. We are going to be making dresses. That's what. Such a good idea. <laughs> but no, it really is a beautiful piece. And it's funny because I have seen a few of the other Hoffman panels like this, and I've bought them. And I consider myself a quilter. I can, I, I, I enjoy it. I'm working on a couple pieces right now, but primarily my sewing expression comes through apparel. And so I was like, I don't even know what I would do with it, but I just like it. I just mm-hmm. think it's beautiful. And so remember the one that looked like, like a, a starburst? It was like this kind of radiant shining and they they had it in black and white. They had it in a few of these other. And so I think I might've got the black and white one. And if there was a teal one or a purple one, I'm sure I have that too. So (laughs) these are just really beautiful pieces. And so one of the things I was really curious about is what do I know that both of you do other types of creativity, right? So Mary, you are, you, you sew other things besides quilts. You have this wonderful project with your box and I'd love to hear more about, about that. And then Sharice, you crochet and perhaps do other things too. Is there any way that did those other hobbies, those other things that you enjoy, did those come in at all? Do they, or do they feature in any way in your, in your quilty life? Hmm. Not as much. They, for me, they are almost separate. I do overlap a little bit. For example, like I have done some blocks with crocheted motifs, which I've included as a part of the block and sewn them onto Mm -hmm. shirts or jackets or what have you. But other Mm -hmm. than that, I really don't cross them very much. I don't know if that's a good Mm -hmm. or bad thing, but Hey, it's your thing and it seems to be working out. So I would say it's good. I'd say it's good. How about you, Mary? Um, Mine's basically my focus right now is all on quilting, making quilts. And then I really like free motion quilting that's taking off for me, doing some more. I'm pushing myself this year Mm. to learn new quilting designs and not just do an all over loop design or something. I just want to expand to something more. I do have other hobbies. I do crochet, not as much as Cherise, but I used to crochet a lot and wow. I started out sewing clothes. So I do kind of miss the clothing part. I'm I just saying, kind of, you, said, miss... you said you have three panels. I'm just saying. Two. Cherise has three. Okay. You said you... <laughs> okay. Still, you, said, yeah. you said you had two panels. One of them could be a dress. 
I'm just yeah. saying. Or a blouse. Actually, that's been floating Ooh, around. Yes. That's a good idea. I've, I've actually, one of my other ones, I've been toying with the idea of incorporating that into a quilt coat for this fall, winter. Oh, man. Yeah. That we'll would see be how wonderful. I might be calling you apparel sewers for some. <laughs> Please. Absolutely. Another sew along. Another quilt along. Another quilt along. <laughs> that's right. So let's get into the free motion. And what kind of what kind of recommendations are you what kind of I've seen some really beautiful examples of some of the demonstrations that you've done for mm-hmm. folks getting people ready for the quilt along. What kind of steps have you taken to help people get ready to go? Do you want me to take that, Sharice, or you that's all you um, <laughs> I think we're just in I think we're just encouraging people. We're telling them what they're gonna be learning. I know a lot of people who are gonna be doing the quilt along or newbie free motion quilters and haven't done it at all, but they've wanted to. So this is just an opportunity for them to try it out and see that it's not that hard. You don't have to have a big long arm machine to do it. You can use your domestic machine. You just got to take that first step and then you're done. You just, you just got to try. So I, I think that with all of us encouraging each other along in the quilt along, that it'll be really good and helpful for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we were all beginners at some point in time or another. Actually, I still feel like I'm a beginner, but that's the the whole idea is that quilting community coming together to su- be supportive. And we've, Mary's talked about the different panels. She's talked about thread. We just talked about batting this past week. Also, just some of those things that you purchase really, or if you have it already in your stash uh, to get ready for it. Cause I know in the past I Frankenstein some batting just to use it up. So you don't have to go out and necessarily buy more stuff. You are more than welcome to use whatever you already have in your arsenal. Cause I know we all have an arsenal. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> yes. In in my in my 20 years, uh, 20, 25 years of sewing, one person, one, one person who I met, a nice lady in the Richmond American Sewing Guild, is the only person who does not have a stash. Wow. Not true. Wow. Oh, wait, no, that's also not true. That's <laughs> not, now I'm lying. So I, that was her. She was a quilter. She's a quilter. And that was a big surprise to me to be a quilter and not have any extra. She's like, I buy what I need. I use it. And then I'm done. And I, there was somebody else. This was uh, Patrice Johnson, Patrice Johnson, who was on the program last year. No, Patrice was on the program in the beginning, like in 2019. Mm -hmm. She is an apparel. This is, this is what staggers me about Patrice. She's amazingly talented. She does gowns. She has no fear of sequins. She, sheer mesh fabric, shiny fabric, slippery fabric, whatever. No, she will tackle it and do it beautifully. We, when I interviewed her for the program, she had seven pieces of fabric. <laughs> That's probably well, good. good. Like museum. seven seven pieces of fabric she could hold her whole stash like that and so I love this idea of getting makers getting quilters getting sewists getting artists of all sorts to step into what they already have and to realize that we are the reason and that we have the ability to conserve we have the ability to to utilize to re-gift to repurpose Mm -hmm. all of these things and for me, sewing batting together like that 
is one of my favorites. Like, it's such a, it oh. feels really calming. Do you not like that? You don't yeah. like sewing back. I, I, I'm like really bad and I'll, I'll, I have so much little pieces of batting because I'm, I'm like, oh gosh, the thought of trying to put that together. No, I'm horrible, horrible yeah. with that. I'm actually, I'm better with cutting them into the strips for the jelly roll rugs. And I just, yes. I, I circle them back up. So I do have several rolls of those. We won't say how many. We're all oh, friends yeah. here. It's no judgment. This is a judgment-free zone. <laughs> I have the jungles. I have the batting. I just got to put those together. <laughs> you know what? I have the jelly rolls. I, no, I don't have the jelly rolls because I know I could cut my strips. But I have two of those, the batting fusible that mm-hmm. was supposed to be useful for the project. And on two separate occasions... In two different states, I managed to buy a Jelly Roll rug pattern and the fusible. I now have four of these things, two patterns <laughs> and two rolls of fusible because I want to be ready for my rug. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, watch, sometime later this summer, I will go and say, oh, look. A jelly roll rug. Wouldn't that yeah. be a great idea? <laughs> I've always wanted to try that. I've never tried it. Me, same, Mary. Same. I have a I have a small oval one. It was just like one of those half a jelly rolls. I think it's like mm-hmm. what twenty. And uh, it was a uh, just a try it project. We fought me and uh, my rug, yeah. but we made it yes. through. Persevered, y'all. You are listening to the Stitch Please podcast, and I am delightedly speaking with Mary Davis and Cherie Spain of the Dream Big Quilt Along. And when we come back, we're going to talk to them about the free motion process, what some of the challenges of that process are, and hear some more about their quilty lives and to try to get you on the path to doing this because these panels are absolutely beautiful. So stay tuned, and we will be right back. Hey, friends. Hey. The Stitch Please podcast is about to publish its 100th episode. That's right, 100 episodes. As part of the celebration, we are launching 100 by 100 to help us get 100 more Patreon supporters by the 100th episode publication date on September 15th, 2021. 100 additional Patreon supporters would give us the financial stability we need to hire editorial and production help. You can find the links to our Patreon in the show notes. Thank you so much for considering this and thank you current and future Patreon supporters. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Stitch Please podcast. Thank you so much for being with us today. I am speaking with Mary Davis and Cherie Spain of the Dream Big Quilt Along. And so we're going to get into free motion and that a quilting technique where, for example, if you're an apparel sewer, you know that the sewing machine has feed dogs. Those are the little teeth that help your fabric to advance. That's what the feed dogs do. That's one of the reasons that we don't pull our fabric is that the feed dogs work in time with the needle to help your fabric get sewn, okay? We know it. This is, I just want to be clear. So, but free motion does something different. Free motion in the beginning, you would cover your feed dogs like with masking tape. You could cover them if your machine didn't drop the feed dogs. But now many sewing machines, you can drop the feed dogs so that instead of only going forwards and backwards with your stitching, you could also move laterally 
left to this has been like this whole that has been like a big huge contribution to the world of machine quilting like when someone figured out as a way to do quilting was a big deal and so now we have Mary and Sharice that are going to be taking us through this gorgeous panel and how you accomplish free motion. Do you want to talk a bit about why you chose? Oh, and one last metaphor that was helpful to me. So even if you're not a, if you're not a sewist at all, if you're just a person who doesn't sew and listens to the podcast, thanks, my sister Stephanie. She refuses to sew, but she listens to the podcast. So <laughs> thank you. You know how when you write on a sheet of paper, you hold the pen in your hand and you write your name or write whatever you want. So in that case, the paper is still and your hand and the pen are moving. In free motion quilting, it's the reverse. The pen is still and the paper is moving. So that is what free motion like is. Uh, I just wanted to give a a explanation. That's what it is. And if you are on a domestic sewing machine, the machines that many of us are used to that that are that don't have like handlebars some of those wonderful those we'll talk about those machines too because i'd love to hear more about those so tell us why free motion honestly it is for me personally it's a way to be creative besides just the piecing part you have pieced together this quilt and you get to a point it's like i've pieced and i love to piece and for some people it's like okay what else can i do with this besides just send it off to somebody else and go on to the next one. As great as that is, sometimes we get bogged up and want to keep moving along. This is another extension of adding your own touch to that same quilt. So it doesn't have to be elaborate. It can be simple. And so the idea is that is to take, whether you've learned free motion or not, is to get you started or to take what skills you do have and push your your skill level and your skill set to to learn more. And that's really where this got me is because I really want to push the bar. And just like Mary when she said that you get out of the habit of those same all over patterns that I keep doing on every quilt is I need to to and I want to learn more. So together we're all gonna push each other and we have some other amazing quilters that so it's not just our faces you're gonna see every week but <laughs> so that would be amazing because your faces well, are pretty great i'm looking at them right we now. don't want people to get bored looking at just well us. i don't see yeah. how they would i mean <laughs> we're gonna bring it we've got a, an awesome crew that are gonna guide us each week to learn a different technique so starting with using behind me the picture the center of the flower and we're gonna build and work our way out each week over the seven week period and mary what what about you what what about free motion quilting appeals to you? Is it the same, like taking the risk to just get out of the traditional hat? Yeah, I mean, I've been quilting for a long time and I would just do straight line stitching on my domestic machine forever and ever and ever until about five years ago when I discovered free motion quilting and I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And it was just like Cherie says, it's really fun to take a project and to have it be 100% you, it's 100% your personality and the stitching and the piecing and the stitching and the quilting on top, you made all of it. Nothing against people who send their quilts out to long armors to get them done. But for me, I just think it's just a really cool thing that it's just my touch the entire way through. I really like it. I like that freedom. The freedom. One of the things I love about it is how much your body gets in it. <laughs> At least for me. 
Now, yeah. Yeah. this is one of the reasons why y'all going to wish you had a Patreon because <laughs> you are going to see me do the face that I make when I'm doing my free motion because my, at least for, I don't know. Cause now Mary and Sharice, they're professionals. They do this a lot. They're excellent quilters. <laughs> but when I'm doing free motion, I got my tongue planted. Like then I got my both hands on the thing. And as my body is moving, <laughs> It's like meditative. (laughs) That is how I do it. It's a very kinetic process because I'm focusing. And so it's funny you said freedom. I don't know if this movement is a gesture of freedom or if it's just me. I'm like, oh no, I want it to be right. I want it to be right. You know what I mean? The main thing is the stitch length, the the uneven. And that's the thing that like, I'm like, oh, I was doing really great here. And then I must've got tired or whatever. And then everything had changed. So this, the lack of stitch regulation is one of the challenges, but that's also one of the parts of the freedom of the free motion. Can you talk a bit about that? Do you all start getting like a DJ and start really moving it, getting in the spirit? Um, Do you get in the spirit when you're doing it? Like I do. You're, You're so funny because when I first started, I didn't breathe. I didn't blink. It was like this. (laughs) it really was and a friend of mine she said Sharice you need a glass of wine (laughs) she's like you have to breathe relax just relax and go with it it's okay to mess up and it's like oh it is because this is mine and does this piece necessarily have to go outside or it's not going into some sort of show or to be judged and I'm, I'm not going to send it off to Paducah or anything like that. So uh-huh. that whole idea is that it does not have to be perfect really yeah. helps. You can relax in the mind. Now I still have all the funky faces going on with them. <laughs> And whatever else, who knows? Actually, I, think I, I call like a side view and some like reel that I posted on Instagram. And a friend, a quilty friend of mine, she's like, "Nice face." Oh. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that's my concentration face." Nice, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I know. I've got concentration for people to go find that video. <laughs> that's right. Go find her so we can watch her concentrating quilter face. Right. Right. Yeah. How about you, Mary? Do you have to get all exercise? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, um, I tend to get a little bit ahead of myself because I'm always so anxious to see what it's going to look like. I'm like, surely I can go faster. So, you know, that song in the Wizard of Oz when the uh, lady is on her bike and it's like, you know, it's like, so I don't me. And then I get the, then my shoulders and my neck, that pain. Yeah. Yeah, I need to breathe too, but that's my problem is I like, I go too fast. And then it's like, I cuss a lot. My daughter will be downstairs and she'll be like, I hear you all the time. You know, expletive, expletive, expletive. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like, are you having fun, mom? I can't tell because you're cussing the shit out of that quilt. Like, I don't know. Are you, are you having fun? <laughs> oh gosh. Sometimes it doesn't sound like it, but man, I am. <laughs> <laughs> exactly now diff- you said that you're working with a, a team of other folks who will be giving support throughout the time period of the challenge how did you select those folks did you get volunteers did you volunteer some people like how does that work we just did some 
Instagram searches and each of us were like, okay, why don't you find some people? I'll find some people. So I think we just went through Instagram, searched the hashtags for long arm quilters, quilters on a domestic. And initially though, Sharice had found Kelly Ashton before we had even, we hadn't asked her at that point, but she had a bunch of panels already done. And that's one of the first people that she had contacted. But basically we just searched, we asked people, some said yes, and some said no. And here we are. (laughs) That's excellent. And I'm glad that you've, you know, selected some folks that you're excited to work with and that so many other, so many folks can learn from. Now, you said that this could also work on, so there's the, so I guess there's three types of quilting machines. There's like, there's like a standard, just the regular sewing machine that you can use a domestic machine. And then is the next step up like a sit down long arm? Mm-hmm. Yes. You just you sit. It's like it's much smaller. It looks kind of like a domestic machine a little bit, but it has like a few handlebars. And then there's the big ones with the laser that you stand up and that are huge. I don't know. Am I correct in this? Yes. Yeah. Some of those. They, I, I call them medium arms. I don't even know if that's correct. Some people but... call them mid arms. I have one yeah. of those sit down long arm machines. Yeah. It doesn't so have handlebars. It just, it just has a huge eighteen inch throat. Yes. Wow. Jealous. And so and the, for the midarm, is it the same idea? And do you, would you roll your quilt up so that you could quilt it? How does that work? Um, I have a lot of space in it. I do kind of start with it rolled, but it never stays rolled. About a quarter of the way through, it's like all over the place. And then I'm just trying to maneuver it on the table. I don't have a huge table. That's the only drawback, at least for me with my machine. So I have to put another table next to my sewing machine, my table. and But it works really good. I really like it. It's just like a domestic, except for it's got a huge throat. Oh, that's so awesome. So let me ask you, for folks who don't have those fancier machines and they just have their standard sewing machine, one of the challenges that I find, not challenge, but something too, that's a task that I often forget about is putting the quilt sandwich together. And so we know that with folks who aren't quilters, you have the quilt top, you have the batting, you have a backing, and sometimes people call that a sandwich. But keeping those layers to get connected and together while you are quilting is really important because you don't want your quilt to fall apart before you've even had a chance to quilt it. And so basting becomes important. How are you all recommending folks to handle that? Are you safety pinning? Are they meant to hand baste? Like what's the best way to baste for free motion? Especially sometimes I find it easy to baste when I'm quilting just straight lines. I'm like, just quilt where you don't want to sew, Lisa. It's easy. Pin it all diagonally and don't sew over the pins. But for free motion, it could go anywhere. How do y'all deal with that? In this case, for the basting process, it's however their preference is to baste. There really is no, I wouldn't say there's a right or wrong way to do so. If you do pin based, Avoid the petal lines when you pin baste because we're, when you start, it's starting with the outline of the panel. So mm-hmm. if, it, you, if you can avoid the lines, then you're not having to take your pins out as you go along. You can wait till you're all done and then depin all of it. Oh, that way, you I don't know. I don't like to lose my rhythm. I don't like having to take the pins out as I'm sewing. I, I know that sounds really silly. It's like you're getting to a flow. Uh pin so yes, <laughs> yeah yes, so you can avoid yes. putting the pins in the lines of the petal when you do baste 
there. I, I, I will make that recommendation. Other than that, if you're spray basting, it, your hand basting, have at it, whatever floats your boat in that case. That's excellent. I'll be spray basting. That's all I do because I'm lazy. Like I said, I need to go fast. So I can't be putting safety pins on my quilts. <laughs> it's like, we'll be here all day behind this. Yeah, I would. By the time I, mean, I, I get this basted, I don't want to make it anymore. <laughs> I do like to pin base. And since I started using the, uh, there's these one, they're called wonder pins, kind of like the wonder clips, but they're pins for basting and they are what? way better than the silver curved safety pins. That's in my opinion. I'm no expert. Don't get me wrong. So hey, your opinion, opinion is why we, your opinion is why you are here. So <laughs> tell me about those wonder pins because I, I use, I pin based with the, I have a little clippy thing. That's like the safety pin clipper that helps you don't, don't wreck your fingernails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have that, but I also have a ton of wonder clips because I love them and I hate pinning yes. clothes. Like when I make clothes, mm-hmm. it is the only time I pin is if I have a dart, I will pin the dart. Uh-huh. But right. everything else, I'm like, oh, pins. So I'm excited. I'm really excited for the Wonder Clip yeah. alternative to pins. What is that? The Wonder, yes, they're Wonder pins, and they're they have like a plastic on top, and same sort of pin mechanism on the bottom, but it's the plastic is on top, and that's what it goes into. It's hard to describe. But if I had one in front of me, I would grab it, but it's like on the other side of my sewing room. No so. worries. No worries. <laughs> I will be googling this. Yes. Soon after this call. And Wonder who pin. knows? In in a few days, there might be a box of said Wonder Pins at my house. Um, <laughs> right. I am quite curious. I am quite curious. Uh, one or two days on Amazon, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I, who's to say? Who's to say? I, I'm not, I don't know the future. I don't know the future. Oh, uh, y'all, this has been so wonderful. I'm so grateful to y'all for taking the time um, to share this with me and to tell us all about this challenge. And y'all, you have time. You're only two days past. And these panels, there's about 30 of them and they're all gorgeous. And I mean, I really love, again, another Patreon reason. You can see that Mary's is in this gorgeous color, really like bright, but also subtle. And then Cherise has one that's in the lightest, most muted tones. It looks like kind of taupe. Is that what it is? I can't tell. You know, sometimes colors can get off on the screen. Yeah. Oh, it's so pretty. So beautiful. So you could do something bold. You could do something subtle, but you can do it with the big dream quilt along or the dream big quilt along. So where, so tell folks where they can find you, Mary and Sharice, so that they want more information. Um, you can find me everywhere at Mary Go Round Quilts and it's M-A-R-Y Go Round. So Mary Go Round Quilts on Instagram, my website, Facebook, um, on my Instagram and on Sharice's. Also, we have links in our bio so you can register. We'll get your email. We'll get the videos out to you. So um, join us. Yes, please do. And I am at so. S-E-W, Hooked on Treasures, Instagram, Facebook, and my website being SoHookedOnTreasures.com. Wonderful. Thank you all so much. And come back next week, everybody, and we'll help you get your stitch together. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to the Stitch Please podcast. 
the official podcast of Black Women Stitch, the sewing group where Black Lives Matter. We appreciate you supporting us by listening to the podcast. If you'd like to reach out with, to us with questions, you can contact us at blackwomenstitch at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us financially, you can do that by supporting us on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And you can find Black Women Stitch there in the Patreon directory. And for as little as $2 a month, you can help support the project with things like editing, transcripts, and other things to strengthen the podcast. And finally, if financial support is not something you can do right now, you can really, really help the podcast by rating it and reviewing it anywhere you listen to podcasts that allows you to review them. So I know that not all podcast directories or services allow for reviews, but for those who do, for those that have like a star rating or just ask for a few comments, if you could share those comments and say nice things about us at the Stitch Please podcast, that is incredibly helpful. Thank you so much. Come back next week and we'll help you get your stitch together.